from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig with details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hey, y'all. We're rerunning two episodes today, which means you might hear two hosts. Enjoy the show. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's September 20th. Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs faced off in a tennis match that was described as the Battle of the Sexes on this day in 1973. At this point, and you could say this is still true in some areas today, women's sports were not treated particularly seriously. The recent passage of Title IX had opened up new opportunities for women's sports at the college level, but women athletes were really being paid a lot less than men. Billie Jean King had been an outspoken advocate against a huge gap between how much men and women were paid in athletics, especially in tennis. She and eight other women, known as the Original Nine, went up against the United States Law Tennis Association, now the United States Tennis Association, and they formed their own tournament that was sponsored by Virginia Slim Cigarettes, which in today's point of view seems like an odd sponsor for an athletic event, but was extremely common in the 1970s. This work led to the formation of the Women's Tennis Association and to the U.S. Open awarding equal prize money to male and female players. Meanwhile, there was Bobby Riggs. Bobby Riggs had been very boisterously challenging women to play him for a $100,000 prize. This was really a publicity stunt 
on his part, and he was hyping it up with a lot of sexist and crude comments, basically running his mouth about the idea of women's lib to try to get attention and airtime. He was 55 years old, and while he had been one of the top tennis players in the nation, at this point he was regarded as past his prime, and he also had a gambling problem. Everyone knew that his challenge of a woman to beat him was a stunt. Australian player Margaret Court took him up on this $100,000 challenge, and he defeated her 6261 on May 13, 1973, which became known as the Mother's Day Massacre. He had already been challenging Billie Jean King, and she had been turning him down, but after Court's defeat, she changed her mind. The event itself between Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs was a huge and widely hyped spectacle. I can't even describe it. At the Houston Astrodome, there were about 40,000 people there to see it in person. The Rice University men's track team carried in Billie Jean King on a gold litter that was adorned with giant pink and white ostrich plumes. Meanwhile, Bobby Riggs came in with cheerleaders that he called Bobby's bosom buddies. He was also sponsored by Sugar Daddy, that's a candy company, but he left his Sugar Daddy warm-up jacket, which was gold with the words Sugar Daddy in bright red letters, on for the start of the match, when normally he would have taken it off because he was playing tennis and it was hot. Tens of millions of people watched all this at home on television, and the pre-show entertainment of this televised version included the song Anything You Can Do, I Can Do Better from the musical Annie Get Your Gun. During the game, though... King was very serious about it. She ran Riggs all over the court. She kept hitting the ball in such a way that he would have to run as far as possible to get to it. She was basically trying to wear him down, betting on the fact that as an older man, he would just not have the endurance to keep up with this, and that worked. She won 646363, and even though Riggs had famously been working with the nutritionist and taking a whole lot of vitamins leading up to all of this, he later on said, he had underestimated her. The rumors started almost immediately, though, that Riggs had lost on purpose as part of some kind of ploy to pay off of his gambling debts, something that literally everyone involved in this has completely denied. In a lot of ways, though, this was a social moment more than it was a sports moment. It brought tennis to a wider audience, and it brought more women into tennis. And in particular, a lot of girls and young women who saw the match that day later talked about it as inspiring them. The outfit that Billie Jean King wore that day is now in the Smithsonian collection. Thanks very much to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's episode, and thanks to Tari Harrison for her audio work on this show. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcast. and you can tune in tomorrow for A Princess and a Strange Delusion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome back to This Day in History class, where we reveal a new piece of history every day. The day was September 20th, 1946. The first ever Cannes Film Festival began in Cannes, France. The festival is now an important showcase for films from all over the world and is attended by tens of thousands of people. The Cannes Film Festival was supposed to debut in September of 1939. By that time, the Venice Film Festival had been held annually for several years and was giving out awards for films. But the Venice Film Festival had also been tainted by fascist and Nazi propaganda. So France, with the support of the U.S. and Britain, decided to establish its own international film festival. The press even reported on the opening of the film festival in 1939. One article Time magazine published in July of that year noted the influence of Mussolini on the Venice Film Festival. It said, quote, Two years ago, B. Mussolini began to take a personal political interest in the cinema business. And last year, cinema industries not bedded in the Rome-Berlin axis began to fill its centrifugal force. The number one prize, the Mussolini Cup, went jointly to Nazi Lenny Riefenstahl's 1936 Olympic Games film, Four Hours Running Time, and to Vittorio Mussolini's Luciano Serra, Pilota, an ecstatic drama of Italian wings over Ethiopia. The article went on to say that the Cannes Film Festival would be held that year from September 3rd to 17th. A casino in Cannes agreed to host the festival. Films were selected to be showcased at the festival, and filmmakers began traveling to the city in August. But World War II broke out in September, bringing plans for an international film festival in Cannes to a halt. 
Once World War II was over, France returned to the idea of hosting a film festival in Cannes to bring tourists back to the area. On September 20th, 1946, the Cannes Film Festival opened at a casino. 21 countries presented films at the inaugural festival. Though there were awards given, there was no Palme d'Or, which is the award given for the best film at Cannes today. A New York Times article noted that no prize was given for a single best film for, quote, diplomatic reasons. But an international jury prize was given to The Battle of the Rails by René Clément. Nine films were given the Grand Prix, the highest prize at the time. Some of the films shown were The Lost Weekend by Billy Wilder, Wet Paint by Walt Disney, Gaslight by George Cukor, and Beauty and the Beast by Jean Cocteau. The festival struggled for the next several years. In 1947, the festival faced financial difficulties and inefficiency. The building that was supposed to host the event, the Palais du Festival, was not finished. And the film roles for Alfred Hitchcock's Notorious were shown in reverse order. In 1948 and 1950, the Cannes Film Festival was not held at all because of budgetary issues. But by 1952, the Palais du Festival was the permanent home for the festival. The festival also moved to spring so that it was not in direct competition with the Venice Film Festival. Since then, the Cannes Film Festival has attracted more tourists and press attention, has dealt with more challenges of festival production, and has been the subject of a number of controversies. It is now considered one of the most prestigious film festivals in the world. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you're so inclined, you can follow us at T-D-I-H-C Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll be back with more history tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.